I think that we, yeah, I think that we're rolling now. Okay. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the podcast. We are on episode four of the podcast. Welcoming our very first guest, Liz, Hi. the immortal being that is known as Liz. That is known as Liz. Liz. Honestly, that's a crap name. If you're going to be an immortal being, it needs to be something more than Liz. <laughs> something more better. interesting than Liz. Right. Full name. I mean, hey, Elizabeth. Like, Elizabeth Ryan. <laughs> Uh, I got married. Oh, mm. that's right. But I'm too lazy to change my last name, so you'll be corrected. It's just <laughs> Reinhardt. We so. go by IDs on the podcast. So. Right, I love yeah. it. Nice. I am Liz, and Fan. I've done retail jobs. She's Is done retail. We, uh, it's really just about stories more than anything oh, else. But yeah, like uh, the first three episodes, uh, did Tyler share any of the content that we've um, made thus far? No, he was extremely stingy about it. Okay, it was fantastic. Not. Yeah. We, pla- we planned you being here last night. <laughs> did you just. Did okay. just what? Nothing, never mind. Okay, so. so. Yeah, so really, uh, so this is a podcast <laughs> where we talk to people that have worked in any sort of customer-facing job in any sort of circumstance. You're currently a teacher. I'm sure you have stories about that and, you know, parents. As a new parent myself, right. I know that I I am not going to be, mm, I don't know. I try to be self-aware. I'll probably be okay, but there's probably a lot of parents that are overbearing yeah. with their children's Definitely. education. So I want to hear all about that. I want to hear about this flower shop that you used to work at. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. Absolutely. So it's like, I'm just like building up all this momentum because I'm like super excited because my brain loves these types of stories. Like anytime someone is ridiculous, every single like brain cell in my brain just hyper focuses onto this person. I'm I just love like, it. Give me everything you've got because I cannot oh, wait to man. tell this story later. I've been like when Tyler first was like, hey, you want to do this? I was like, I have no stories. Um, but then I realized and I was like, I've never worked. Oh. Uh. My bad. Sorry. Nope, that's uh, that's what happens with uh, liquid death. With liquid death. Liquid death. This is your fault. Thank you. <laughs> this is Watch your it. fault. Thank you. Thank that's, you. Comma. Thank you. Yeah. Episode Taking title. My burps yeah. from a, a two to at least a four. Nice. Yeah. We're all we're all progressing in life. Right. It's mm-hmm. all about growth. Burp growth. <laughs> about growth. Yeah. I almost said girth, and then I didn't. <laughs> burp. <laughs> then you <girth>. did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that matches up with milk missile from last week. Anyways, I don't even want to. Okay, you'll find out. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's when this podcast it's launches. Episode. It's yeah, it's a good time. Milk so for those missile. that have not listened to the previous podcast, well, there's a podcast called Milk Missile, and we went and talked about previous jobs where Tyler here works at a smoothie establishment and. I yeah. Oh man, it's it's quality stuff. That was my favorite episode we've done so far. All right. <laughs> out, but, of, out of three. Out of the three. Out of the oh three. god, Listen. you have no idea how excited I am for like everything about this podcast. So, Liz, yes. welcome. Thank Hi. you so much for coming. I'm so oh my gosh. To be here. Yeah, absolutely. We've already like just been like chatting around the table and just like laughing about all sorts of random stuff. Right. So, let's dive in. So, what uh, I mean, what was your first job that was like customer facing? So, my first my first job ever was um i was a hostess at the one and only greatest restaurant establishment um steakhouse (laughs) um it's so subpar Mm. it's the most middle of the line um (laughs) it's extremely mediocre it is extremely mediocre it's Mm -hmm. like it is i would say it's a five out of ten but even then it's like Sometimes, I think in recent years, that's just sort of tanked. I also heard that it started in 
Texas? I believe it. There's a lot that of businesses right. that start in Texas, especially of, businesses that are apparently appropriating Australian right. culture. Texas is the Australia of America. Uh, I feel like it's Utah. Florida. Uh, mm. No. Uh, so, okay. Florida has Disney World, so it makes up for it. So, like, yeah, Australia is kind of one of those weird continents where it's like they kind of have everything. It's like it's like America. It's like on their coasts, they have like these amazing coastal towns and right. it's really gorgeous. And then towards the middle, it's just a giant just desert with a huge rock. And that's enough for them. Yeah. yeah. And I, oh, I yeah. hope that someday Salt. that's enough for us. Yeah, yeah. Giant rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started steakhouse. Right. And I started as a hostess mm-hmm. at the age of 16. Mm. Also at the age of 16, I worked my way up to become a bartender, which is illegal, I believe, right? I You have to be 18 know. to serve alcohol. Hmm. You have to be 18 that to sounds serve right. alcohol. I think you can do it with parents' permission. I'm not a Wait, lawyer. serving with parents' permission? Yeah. Like, really? I think you can hmm. serve. I don't know. Texas don't has know. weird liquor laws. Yeah. Right. But we were just so short-staffed that I sort of skipped the whole waitressing thing. And we always had to wear... I don't know if you've ever been to an but they keep it. I think it's changed recently. But for some reason, hostesses are always dressed super nice at restaurants. Mm-hmm. And then servers are like, I've been wearing this pair of pants for 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite part about working at a steakhouse was that the manager had a really profitable side hustle that she worked out of the back of our store. And it was cocaine. Uh, oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. Get my cocaine yeah. down at and the It's cocaine. Right. It's like a place wow. where you can get a blue and onion. Was this in <clears> Lubbock? Also cocaine. Yeah. Where else do you think it was? <laughs> this wasn't like West West Texas. Oh, my God. A blue and onion and cocaine, please. It's like, yeah. It sounds like a great Thursday evening. Here's the time. God. <laughs> blue yeah. and onion and cocaine. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, man. Just coked out. Just tearing into a blooming right. onion. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, those blooming onions were also like... The way that they make them flat, mm. flap, flat is they almost curb stomp them. So, like, they have been abused and torn up by the time you get to their table. They okay. just want to end it, honestly. Yeah, it, I also just want to take a moment to appreciate the, the, the curb stomp <laughs> terminology for a blooming onion. The way that they make them flat is just with a hate crime. It is. They it's put like... them on the curb outside. No, oh, okay. <laughs> we, we shouldn't. <laughs> Listen. But it's, I think, you know, when you work in any sort of restaurant industry, mm-hmm. like, you're just full of rage. Mm. You are run yeah. off of, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, French fries and Cocaine. Sprite. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some of us. <laughs> yeah. Not not me. Not at that point in my life. Carbohydrates that are boiled in oil and right. caffeine and, and then ugh. yeah, they're gross. Mm-hmm. I will still eat one happily. Sure. Oh, the bloomin' onion. The bloomin' onion. Fantastic. They're amazing. They are. Are they vegan? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some egg involved. Oh, probably. But also, it comes out of like one of those jugs. Sure. <laughs> so is it actually egg, or is it just? synthetic it was egg at one point at one point possibly maybe yeah which i think then would make it not vegan if it was at one point an animal product then it probably still is it's i don't know how this works listen <laughs> it's I, gone through so much i don't know yeah i've been vegan for eight years and i still have questions you're still like i don't know what's yeah. happening yeah i'm glad you're not an annoying vegan that's exciting yeah i've congrats on that thanks yeah anytime mm-hmm. so i'm here so that one was fun um 
I just sort of worked there enough to get money so that I could go to a summer camp because that's all I wanted in my youth. You know, when mm. you didn't have to worry about taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was summer camp. And I don't remember how long I worked there. I didn't work there super long, but I was like 16 and would like leave school and go and close. And I drove a, a 2001 gold Buick Regal. Oh, hell yeah. And we called it Swagger Wagon. Swagger Wagon. Oh, and man. so it so, was classy. Absolutely. So my first car. I'm so um, excited. Yeah. 1991. Love it. Ford Explorer. And it was brown. But we weren't really sure what the color originally was. I think it was some sort of like champagne sparkle or something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah. Like it had a golden hue to it at some point that it just rusted out. And like literally the wheel well <laughs> had a hole in it. And like if you were sitting in the right spot in the car, you could actually like peek through and like probably stick your finger through. And like I was like, it's got it's aerodynamic, I suppose, or not. But my friends called it. This is real. They called it the turbo turd. It's perfect. Band <laughs> yeah. name. The turbo turd. <laughs> or a burrito name. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. One of my friends growing up, his car was like he saved money to buy this car, mm. and it was one of those super old uh, Volkswagen Bugs, and sure. he could only fit two people in it, like passenger and one person in the back, mm-hmm. because on the right side there was a hole, like a sizable hole in the floorboards, mm-hmm. and we used to take like food and throw it out of that hole mm-hmm. and watch it roll and hit the other car. Are we mm-hmm. talking like a Flintstones, like yabba dabba do type thing? Or right, you could, you could like if you. <laughs> That's amazing. If his car ever, you know, gave out, we could do that. His car did get set on fire by, not, I guess it wasn't set on fire. I guess it caught on fire. And so he just had to sort of like roll it into a gas station hmm. on fire, which is. I have also done that. You've set the car on fire? No. Car has been set on fire. <laughs> Let me clarify. Arson. I just need to be yeah, 100% clear on this. Uh, so I was driving another car that was also, I think, a 1991 Mercury Sable. This was like, these cars are awful. Um, it's like a sedan, and it's got like, like the seats were not individual seats. It looked like a couch, and then a okay, couch. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the dash was entirely digital, but it's like Ooh. not like the digital dash that we see today. Okay. And like cars where it looks like actual like meters and stuff. It was like bars. So it's like, so it was like, like a, for that time, like, like a video a, game a hub. Exactly, yeah. So it was like your health bar was like your gas. And so, so like it's Spike, like, it's 3D. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and like, so it also had like the front headlight was like this unibrow headlight where it was like, you had two headlights and then it had this other part in the middle that also lit up, but it was just strange and didn't really illuminate uh, like uh, the road. And it just like all oxidized and like turned like a yellowy kind of hue. Mm, and so you couldn't see anything when you drove at night. This is a dangerous vehicle. So I was 18 at this point in time. Okay. My 91 Ford Explorer got smashed into. The turbo turd had to be, yeah, flushed, I suppose. Wow. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Full circle in the metaphor. Um, So... And then this Mercury Sable, like I didn't know how to take care of a car because I was I was an eighteen year old kid. I was fresh out of high school, and so I was like like living in this like really crappy apartment with a friend of mine, and like I didn't know that like cars needed oil changes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I I, and it's I'm better at cars now, but like I grew up not caring about cars, right. obviously. I, and why it, would you? Why would I? And so like this car, I have this car. 
And I was on my way to work and I worked for, for my very first job at a clothing retail store, which is insane to think about. <laughs> I thought your first <laughs> job was the uh, tennis. Oh, not, well, yeah. Okay. So the first job I worked at was a tennis center. That is true. But <laughs> wow. like my first like. Did you play tennis? No, that's the other beautiful part. <laughs> that is the like, exact yeah. question I asked last episode. yeah last week we talked about this and, and tyler was like but did you play tennis no i did not i, I never tennis. have and i haven't since i have played table tennis a couple of times that's a talent mm. it's yeah and it's really just not the same yeah so like <laughs> anyway so this 91 mercury sable to get back to the to the to the automobile on fire situation so i was on my way to work and i literally just like all of my digital meters just started going up and i was like that seems weird oh well kept driving and then i was like what is this like weird smoke that's coming out of the uh, the the air vents and i smelled it and i was like oh that smells like that smells like coolant <laughs> and i was like that can't be good rolling down the windows right and then the next thing i see a smoke coming from under the hood of the car and i was like Which oh is totally no. normal Right. right. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. And I don't think this is related to the fact that I didn't give it an oil change, but it probably could have used some maintenance, obviously. So anyways, so I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't want to just like park on the side of the road with a flaming car. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so what did I do? Punch Brilliant it. idea. There's an Exxon. There you go. And I pull into the Exxon station and they were just like, Isn't no. gasoline like super flammable? There it is. It's yeah. kind of yeah. its whole okay, thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it does. Combustible, indeed. Yeah. So I, I like pull up and I wasn't at like a pump. But anyways, they were just like, you can't do that. And like they came out and I like opened the hood. The flames were extinguished by that point, thankfully. Yes. But nonetheless, they were just like, you can't do that. And I was like, now I know. I've right. made many mistakes in my life. I've made many mistakes. I'm sure there's somebody in the comments right now just telling me like exactly. I already know. Right. I haven't done it since, and I am also very sorry. I mean, not on purpose. Yeah. Hopefully you listen. No, so I, mean, I catch my fire. cars on fire for fun. Uh, yeah, it's a hobby. <laughs> it's one of those things. I also need to just be clear. Like I have never done arson. Okay, there. Not living, man. Not. not I've also living. never done arson. <laughs> hmm. Wait, is this a... Oh, I understand. <laughs> oh, I get it. I also haven't done I was about arson. to say, me and Tyler Since we're on the back, topic, since don't... retail therapy has become vehicle therapy. Yeah, apparently. Uh, my it's first okay. car was a 2012 Chevy Equinox. Wow, you having a 2012... This is fancy business. So... That is. The reason I spe specify the year is that this specific year was the Pinto. Do you know what... The Pinto like is? Like the bean? No, <laughs> like the car that is known to blow up. Uh, so there were two you... cars that were known to blow up, the Pinto and the Gremlin. Yes. It's because they named them the Pinto, Pinto and the, the Gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> That's what they one deserve. One out of rage, one yeah. out of tradition. <laughs> hmm. Wouldn't you blow up if you were named Pinto? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but these cars <laughs> are known to have everything in the world wrong with them. Mm -hmm. I didn't have like a fancy blowing up story. I was just driving 70 on uh, the loop in Midland. And then my timing belt decided to destroy my entire engine by breaking and slapping my Listen. engine multiple times. Mm. So I was just kind of stuck there. And uh, that's that's my first car story. Do you think? Hmm. I called it Big Red. Big I red. had a boyfriend, ex-boyfriend named Big Red. <laughs> that's Big a completely red. different situation. Um, I think he's now trying to be a vet but can't pass math i don't know i couldn't pass math either but here we are same um, <laughs> that's why i dropped out twice right hmm. i graduated and i'm 
<laughs> Which one's worse? You know? Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I, mm. the youth of America, so, guys. The youth. The story of America. I am hoping you will tell yeah. is the various th- goings on at the flower shop, right? Because mm. I remember when I first moved in with you and Will, mm-hmm. there were several times where me and Will were like, "Do we need to go to the flower shop yeah. and intervene?" Okay. Dead serious. So I wow. graduated from college mm. with a biology degree. Mm. As the pandemic began. So my graduation walk was across my parents' lawn. And they were like, yay. Oh, and I was like, I didn't want this. But thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and so finding a STEM job was extremely difficult. Um, and so I was like, okay, we're just going to try to survive. Um, was that the first job? That was the job you had whenever... No. I moved in. Okay, so I think it was my first job when I moved to Dallas. Because I'm from Lubbock. I went to college in a teeny tiny town. So my first job when I moved was at a flower store, a flower shop, a florist. Um, And it wasn't like a cute florist shop. I think when you think about flower shops, you're like, oh, that's really sweet. But like. It had been there since the 60s and was originally a gas station. Mm-hmm. So they gutted it and put the flower shop in. Like the carpet started off like really soft carpet, really good intentions. But it was so old at the time that it had been melted by the equally old vacuum cleaner. Oh. And so it was like hard plastic. And oh. it was like neon green and like blue it was groovy man it was right sure they were, they were doing something they were it, trying to this do is something. also the first story i've ever heard about carpets intentions yeah. <laughs> listen you were gonna no no, no. i'm with you intentions. i'm with you yeah it was born to be it was groovy, man. yeah was, that was in the 70s they also still had vases and stuff that they had not sold mm-hmm. from the 70s and they were like little figurines of like chunky baseball players but they just didn't like they just lobbed off the head and like stuck flowers in it i don't know apparently there's wow. one woman that would buy them that is terrifying it was really scary yeah. <laughs> we used one as like a pin holder and customers would be like yeah sure i'll take that pin out of that child's head that scalped huh. vase child oh god band name called it yeah. that was too long oh um, man but super old, kind of grimy, mm-hmm. nothing, like literally nothing had changed. Um, and the way that they wrapped like their house plants, mm-hmm. um, I'm a huge fan of house plants. I love the them best. aggressively. They're yeah. so good. They're so nice. Yeah. Um, I have an extreme emotional attachment to one mm-hmm. that's a snake plant that's like my height. I'm obsessed with him. His name is Finn, and I hope he's doing well. Um, anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, but they would take like uh, was it foil paper, sure, like the kind that crinkles and is like like aluminum foil. No, but like aluminum foil is like hot cousin. <laughs> it's like crinkly <laughs> tissue. Pa- I don't know. It comes in like rolls. It's plastic and flat. Would I don't you know. find this tissue paper in like a kindergarten classroom? Smash or pass <laughs> <laughs> tissue paper. Um, yeah, maybe. Okay, okay. Oh man, I think I know what you're talking it's, about. Or, like, when you go to Walmart around holidays where gifts are given, so, like, Easter, Christmas, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I have nothing for my grandma. 
It's like the weird bath set that's wrapped in this kind of paper. Oh, okay. You can rub it together and it like squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Yeah. This is, this is my favorite conversation I've had all week. <laughs> I just want to say that's like, it's, the what was it? The, okay. I just want to recap because like my brain is like broken by this, but like in the best way. What was it? It is like aluminum foils, foils hot, hot cousin. cousin. Oh, fuck, dude. That's Well, just amazing. how like Montana is Dakota's yeah. hot older cousin no i don't know but yeah right, that totally. makes sense. <laughs> it does it does i don't know there might be something mentally wrong hmm. with me. yeah it's like well no it's like this makes all the sense <laughs> and honestly it fits like right in with the theme of the podcast last week <laughs> tyler when we were discussing david hasselhoff tyler used the word smoldering <laughs> to describe it, and i was like that makes me feel things it's kind of like that like now you're, you're like you're talking about Aluminum foil's hot older cousin, and right. I'm like, yeah, that make that makes me feel things too. It's maybe the wine ant of tissue paper. There's another like <laughs> metaphor sure. for you. I also think I might oh, be the wine yeah. ant of tissue paper. Oh, it's good. anyways, <laughs> so but they anyways, were wrapping wrap house for ant- plants. Uh, yeah. Anyway. yeah. So part of my job would be to cut out this tissue paper mm-hmm. and then put. They were always like shipped to us, but they were shipped. The way flower shipping works is a whole other beast. Mm. So the way that they would ship these plants to us would be in like plastic buckets mm-hmm. with very tall like butcher paper around it, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. like, it's kind of cute. But then they'd be like, hey, you got to cut off this tissue paper, put them in this really crappy paper lined basket, wrap your little plant up in this weird plastic tissue paper and then plop it in. Sure. Which you're like, great. It looks super cheesy. So you'd have like a plant, but then like neon green paper, like sticking up. Um, and the reason that we did this is so when people died, because we did so many funerals, mm. you get really used to like mm-hmm. death, but in like a weird way when they're like, my grandpa loved the color blue. Can you do something? And you're like, yeah, bro. You want a heart shaped banner? Like what yeah, do you need? Totally. Um, they would walk in and just pick the color that they basically like associated with that human mm-hmm. and then take it and go. Which is, like, fine, whatever. But if you know anything about plants, you know that they have to, like, drain the water out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, part of my job would be to water the houseplants, but take them out and dump out all of the old water from, like, the plastic lining into a bucket. Oh. But these people would take home these plants and then not do that. And so they would just get root rot and die. And so it was yeah. this weird metaphor for, like, <laughs> life because they'd be like, hey... You know, family friend died, going to give him this plant, Mm -hmm. which has honestly at this point like zero chance of survival. We've had them for eight months. They're struggling, whatever. And then we'd be like, yeah, take this plant, water it. Good luck. Sorry you're experiencing more death. Here's more inevitable death via a prayer plant. Yeah. It's weird. Why do people give flowers? Because it's like. Yeah. They're going to die. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. you think it's a tradition that started like just to kind of cover up like the sense of death hmm. back back in the old times well i mean it's like, like hallmark with cards and valentine's mm-hmm. day and stuff so, do you think it's all a marketing think fl- funerals were invented by florists <laughs> answer us 100 percent, yes absolutely. oh my god yeah <laughs> funeral Big homes florists. yeah funeral homes mm. it's uh, honestly when i go i just want to fight just put me on a boat set me on fire you know, like your car. You want a Viking funeral. I want a. 100%. I want a Pinto death. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's Pinto I want Viking go, funeral. Uh, but it was always super Band weird. Name. 
And when we got shipments in, they would they come in like these giant boxes and we would line them up down our hallway mm-hmm. and I would be the person that would like have to identify the flowers and like put them in water. But you're taking like for like eight hours a day, I would be taking plants out, cutting the stems and like just putting them in buckets. Mm. And then by the end of the week, they'd all be dead. And so we'd have to do it again. Um, I also, I want to preface this by saying that like, I'm a raging bisexual woman. (laughs) Sure. Love. We love you and accept you for exactly who you are. Correct. I worked for the grumpiest gay man of my life. He was an older dude. He was maybe 70 years old. Um, is that old? I don't know. As I'm, as I'm getting I mean, older, I'm like, that's not like old. Uh, 80. Yeah, 80. I mean, so like, yeah, it's like 70. He should like, have not been good working life. there anymore. Sure. Um, but he also, all of the people I worked with, I worked with three older gay men who were very left politically. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then one very upset older woman who just hated sort of everything. Okay. And so all the people that I worked with, you know, you think about flowers and joy and whatever, the grumpiest people I've ever met. I believe it. And so it was like a, people would be like, hi, it's my husband's birthday. Well, yeah, you know what? Give men flowers. Uh, break that stereotype. Mm. You guys like pretty things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. People also asked us all the time if we sold bacon bouquets for like husbands. Bacon? Where you like wrap. Bacon wrap flowers? <laughs> Is it like they're folding bacon to look like tulips? Yes. You like fold bacon to look like... Roses. And just the mental idea of like having one person building like a a funeral banner at one station and then someone rolling bacon on the other just felt really odd to me. (laughs) We didn't Especially if they died from a heart attack or something. Right. It just seems insensitive. This is super awkward. At least you got a snack. Mm. I don't know. Um, We also are... I'm not going to say the name, but like honestly, I should. It is the worst rated florist shop in the DFW area. Okay. Um, and it's because no one gave a shit. Everyone was like, yeah. I should have retired years ago. Hmm. We would run out of flowers all the time, and we shared a parking lot with a Kroger. Hmm. And so we would go buy all of their flowers and then sell them as our own like floral bouquets. Sure. Capitalism. Wow. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also worked with a guy that was <laughs> that was roughly my age, I think maybe. Um, and this is what Tyler was referring to about him and my husband being like, "Do we need to intervene?" Mm-hmm. So it's all of these old people working there. When I first started working there, another girl my age also worked there. She quit as soon as I was hired. She was like, "Bye." But the guy that worked our front desk, I forgot his name probably due to, I don't want to say trauma because it wasn't that dramatic. He was just an asshole. Sure. Um, he had a mullet, hmm. but it wasn't like... Nothing wrong with a mullet. Nothing wrong with a mullet, but especially if like it's done Joe correctly. this is like Joe Dirt style mullet. Yeah, mm. it was like he would wear his mullet in two braids or in one braid, and it, you could see it just like thinning out, and he was like prematurely balding. He wore Hawaiian shirts, but the kind that you get from Walmart, which again, love a good Hawaiian shirt from Walmart, that had like women in the center of the flowers. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. I think I, yeah. yeah. I get, so I get what like, you're, yeah. Right, 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 mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, every day for breakfast, he would eat a honey bun, a Twinkie, Bides. 
and one of those big like root 64s 44s from sonic of just mountain dew this guy makes me think of tallahassee from zombie land he is the essence of backroads america <laughs> grumpy get off my lawn attitude at the age of 25 but also was the counter guy for a florist shop and so people would walk in and be like, I want to surprise my girlfriend. And he'd be like, love is a lie and a scam. Wow. Sorry, guys. You so sure want to do this? bitter on right. top of all the other things. You know, he's told us before, like, never had a girlfriend, thinks women are stupid and not funny and don't whatever. So he was really aggressive towards me because like, oh, sorry, I just spit. My bad. It's all good. Um, really aggressive towards me because like was a woman. <laughs> um, and so I like talked to my boss about it and he was like, sorry, bro. He's been here literally since he was 16. So he has already been at this floral shop for 10 years. He's tenured at the floral He's shop. Tenured right. He's tenured at the floral shop. He's salary. Oh man. You know, that actually makes me think of a coworker that we had, um, that our our coworker was not there for that long, but I've said many times <laughs> that she can work there as long as she wants. She will never be fired because she's just too fucking funny. I was like, you can you can literally like, like is she actually funny? She, she's not to attempting point, to be funny. Or you laugh at her? No, 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 it's, no, 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 it's not that. It is. They're in another realm. <laughs> They're the unicorn. Most yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, no. No. Okay, great. Not, no, yeah, yeah. Never no, mind. No, yeah, let's be clear about that. Sorry. No, no, no. It's This is one of those things where it's like, they are, we just have to tell like one quick story. So yeah, Tyler please, and no, I, please, please, please. Tyler and I, we were, we were working at this uh, grocery establishment together and we were closing one night. Right. And it was just uh, the three of us or maybe there was one other person I don't remember. But so we were like walking out and at the end of the night, you know, you set the alarm, you all kind of walk out into the parking lot together. Mm -hmm. So... I set the alarm, we leave, and like this is one of those things where it was like, it was kind of like cloudy and raining for like part of the day mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And so as we're like leaving and we're exiting the store, like I'm like, you know, kind of shoveling stuff off to the side and off in the distance, we hear this person say like, oh, look at the stars. And she's like got her arms down and she's looking up and she's, yeah. <laughs> And like her. it is cloudy this as is can what be. I'm talking oh. about. Yeah. And it was and so but like here's the thing. Like leading up to this point, so it's like, look at the stars. And she's like spinning around. And I was like, cool. And then Tyler and I like lock eyes at each other and we're just like stars? Let's start. We did like the cartoon okay. thing of like Hmm? Yeah. And then like <laughs> I literally closed the door and then we both like look up and You're see like, the cloudiest sky. With no stars. With a fucking helicopter flying by. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Shooting stars, baby. Exactly. And that's when it was just all like, I was just like, she can work here as long as she wants. She can literally just like not like give the worst customer service. She can get complaints all the time. She'll never be fired. She can work there as long as she it's wants. She's hilarious. It's because it's about the little things. It's about the stars and the night yeah. sky. And there. that's, we all need Aren't a little bit well, of The thing that. is, like we live in Dallas. Correct. So there's yes. not... There's already not. There's not stars on a good night because That's light of pollution, my man. Light pollution. Mm -hmm. So like, <laughs> and it on top of that, just how cloudy it was. Like it was the type of cloudy where it was so bright you could see like light reflecting off of the clouds. Mm -hmm. I feel like how old is this woman? Is she older? Younger, I would say. Okay. Yeah, like we're talking like eighteen. 
kind of love her. Oh, we all do. She's, she I was like, legit all sad do. because she started. This is my first interaction with this person. Mm-hmm. She started right was as I was leaving the company, and I told Andrew on my <laughs> on my last day, I was like, one of my biggest regrets is that I'm leaving right as this joy of a human being is so like starting. genuine joy. joy. Yes, yeah, like that's so. This cute. isn't she a mean thing. This isn't life. like. An has. angry thing, but when she oh, when she quits, she's coming on this podcast, right? Like, yeah, we still currently work together, so I can't, I can't, because I'm can't technically her boss. So I can't do that. Yeah, it's like you know, friend. Is she upon. still a joy of a human? Oh, very much. Is so. it almost annoying sometimes when you're like, bro, no, it it's not have. in an annoying way. Like, I, and the oh. thing is, is like, I don't want to, I don't want to like burn out the topic because it's like, oh my god, I can't wait to tell all of the stories about this person, right? But it's like just to like put everything into perspective. Like, yeah, we've had that like look at the stars moment. There were was another another story where she was checking out a customer and she's there and she's like kind of and out of nowhere i hear because i'm like counting a register down that was like at the register behind Mm -hmm. hers and so i'm like kind of typing away on this computer and like doing my stuff and i hear this bostonian accent just pop out of nowhere and she's she's not from boston she's never lived in boston (laughs) and so it's like i can't i can't do a bostonian accent anytime i try to do an accent i sound like shrek Hundred percent, and someone's like, "Oh, do an, uh, uh, yeah, yeah do a Jamaican accent." I'm like, "Great," and it's like, "No, it doesn't work." Yeah, donkey, donkey. So, so she's doing this Bostonian a- accent, like thick Bostonian accent, and then it finally gets down to the very end of the transaction, and the guy like kind of is like looking at her, kind of like inquisitively, like, right? Like, kind of like, like you know, like where are you from, kind of a thing. But like he doesn't say that, and then she goes, "All right, I'm ready for you, CAD." Okay, that was the only thing that I'm ready ever going to do in a slight Bostonian accent. She's like, I'm ready ready for you, Cad. And the guy goes, oh, are you from Boston? Is that is that where your accent's from? And her response <laughs> was like, sure. <laughs> Next. <laughs> And I was, I was like behind her and I had to like duck behind the <laughs> counter because I was just like trying not to like lose it laughing. Oh sure. my God. And uh, she can, she can work there as long as she wants. She'll never be fine. I worked with this person for two weeks and I have like 50 stories. I kind of love that. Tell about oh. them. So she is the main character. She's yeah. very like hardcore theater kid. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I love yeah, her. Yeah. Arts magnet, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love her. She oh, so I want her we. to work for me, and I don't. Wants own to move anything. to Seattle. I told her like, "Hey, that's a terrible idea. That's really expensive oh, and hard to. It's changed hard to do. twice since then. She's then said, um, "New York City." No, oh, actually, she did put New York yeah, on the table. I think at one there. point. I think that was her. That she might have been somebody else. She would spend in Times Square, and everyone would be like, "Get and out then of the street." Canada, and she uh, feels like she belongs in Canada. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, Scotland was another one because mm. like her. I think her brother lives in Scotland, something like that. I don't remember what it was. Anywho, so flower shop, creepy man, creepy man. Quick pause. I want to just double check and make sure the camera's still rolling because we've yeah. been hanging out for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. Maybe make it part two. Oh my god! Yeah, that's and I just roll with it. We got like something like an hour left of footage on there. I've got like three more hours of. Us. Listen, my husband's also like a music sound dude. Oh, sweet. And uh, yeah. I don't understand it. Oh, yeah, he'll say that's... things that I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Oh, that's gain. That's so oh. good. He also yeah. has something called synesthesia where he like hears, oh, he, like sees, sees the music. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're watching this, I love you deeply. You're the other half of my soul, but it's so fucking annoying. I believe He's like, it. oh my God, this Avril Lavigne song is, 
yellow. And I'm like, no, bitch, it's Avril Lavigne. It's hot pink. And yes. we're like trying to convince him, like, because he's a wonderful musician. I like, like how he cleared the palette, too. It's like, mm-hmm. he just tasted it. Mm. <laughs> it's very marinara. He has his white songs that he listens to before he dives back into the. His oh, white wow. songs? White songs? White, like. Like color white. Oh, does he? No, I was making a joke. Oh, it's I was like, now. it sounds like something he would do. It does. <laughs> when you say white songs, I'm thinking like. Insensitive R. Kelly at a wedding. <laughs> That's what I think of. Oh, God. Toto. Give me a toot toot. Um, foreigner. 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 Are they actually foreign? Who? Oh, Foreigner. foreigner. The band Foreigner. Oh. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Yikes, bro. Yeah. I thought you just said foreigner, yeah. and I'm like, we're what? Uh, I'm from Midland. I don't know what you want from me. I'm from a little town called Ara. No. Oh, you're not even from Midland. You're from like. I'm from Odessa. Two. No, I'm from a town of 200 people. Really? Yeah. Town of town. More cows than people. (laughs) I think. Okay. Fun fact. Fun teacher fact of the day. If you took all the humans alive, right now, I don't care about the one that just died. Who cares? I'm sure he's going to our flower shop and getting awful customer service. But if you stacked every human that ever existed on um, a scale and weighed them. They would weigh three times less than if you took all of the ants and put them on a scale together. Wow. Anyways. What scientist hmm. took the time to like it's about bio- pontificate this? It's about biomass. So you can calculate it based on the I average. Know, but why? <laughs> because like why do we need I don't to think that? I don't think they took every individual ant and I, were like, yes, I, I'm not saying that they measured okay, every great. individual ant. But I'm saying like why do you need to know? It was it? a Friday afternoon. They needed to look busy, and they're like, "I wonder how much all the ants in the world." I'm <laughs> It's like unhinged scientist moments. That's awesome. Um. So flower shop. Flower, flower shop. shop. It was really weird. Um. I don't know if I should tell that, but I'm going to anyways. Do it. Down. We had a bathroom <laughs> that shouldn't have been a bathroom. It was okay. like maybe the, the size kind. of this table, maybe the size of like. I don't know, three by three, three feet by three feet. Um, it had a toilet and they used the back of like tinfoil packaging from one of the types of flowers that we get in mm-hmm. as a mirror. So it's just hung up with thumbtacks. Hmm. Um, we had a plunger because our boss only ate fried food and could not handle it. Um, also, I think when you get old enough, you just stop giving a shit. <laughs> That's where I aspire to be happens. at my mm-hmm. age now. But he would go to the bathroom and then not flush it. So there was one, the one female mm-hmm. florist that worked there was on like old Mr. Bossman cleanup duty. Oh. So he would leave the bathroom. She would go in, flush, spray, plunge, leave. And it was like like clockwork. And whenever she wasn't there, someone else would be like, all right, who's got to <laughs> flush my man's dookies? Because <laughs> so he was like, vile. I pay for this place. Uh. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to like you know not care what like other people think like of you and things, but you gotta care about other people. Like, mm, there's a distinction, right, you know. Like right. empathy, I think, is the defining line. Yeah, yeah. Dude. You gotta like. My whole thing is like I I love diving into creative projects and like Correct. being an entrepreneur and like doing all this kind of stuff. I yeah. Wrong video. <laughs> you good, my guy? I had a cable wrapped around my ankle and I was trying to do it mm. quietly and it wasn't working. No, I understand. You're so smart. 
but like, I love it whenever somebody is like, oh, you know what you should do. And I cannot wait for those moments when they happen. Like when someone tells me about like, oh, you know what you should do? Or, oh, is that really a good idea? And I was like, I love those moments because when they come up, I can be like, oh yeah. And then in my mind, just not care any right. less. I love it so much. One of it's my like what I look forward favorite to. Favorite quotes. Um, this is probably one of those quotes where it says, like who said it, but it's not accurate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like things posted over Abraham Lincoln's face that are like fried food is for losers. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Apparently, allegedly it was said by Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. And it's like when people tell you to do something, not and say yes and do whatever the fuck you want. And like, I vibe with that hard. Oh dude. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So uh, (laughs) my boss at work has, has said that I'm like a a human fortune cookie because I just (laughs) hang on to like these like little bits of like inspiration. Okay. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that you made me think of. Number one, there's this really funny meme that I'll have to share with you. And it's, (laughs) and it's a painting of David Spade on the wall of like some building and next to it. Oh my God, just a painting of David Spade. (laughs) And next to it, it has a quote that says, it is far better to to burn out than to fade away. Kurt Cobain. And I was like, oh my God, that is... But That's like David's, a new level. Yeah. What era David Spade? Oh, though? like we're talking Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Like, oh, straight I love that yeah. I worked with Joe Dirt at a florist shop. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, more or less. He was like 6'4". He was a good old boy. Bad old boy. Also, after working there and like leaving, I left by a note, put on my boss's desk, went to my lunch break and never came back. Like no two weeks, no whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, After when I, much convincing by me and Will, her husband, punch the mic, her husband being like, yeah, you should just quit. They're terrible to you. You should just quit. Right. Mm-hmm. But what about two weeks? No. No, they're like bad quit. companies don't get two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to everybody watching this, like, you know, if, if you've got terrible customer service stories, talk to us. We would love to hear them. Uh, but also, like, if you are planning on using this place as a reference, Put in your two weeks. Yes. If right. the reference is is worth nothing to you, walk out. Correct. You do not owe them shit. You are right. selling your time yes. for an hourly fee. So right. if, you, if you decide to stop selling your time for an hourly right. fee, walk away. You have the ability to cut that contract. Yeah, 100%. Yes. And it's, it's like I think I'm in a space now where it's like we are – life is way too short to not do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Um, money – I don't know. I've always been a passion over profit person. Same. And I think that if people grasp more on that, it's like you need money to survive. Unfortunately, we do mm-hmm. live in a capitalist society and it, mm-hmm. and it blows. Oh, yeah. One out of ten. Very it low sucks. rating. Mm-hmm. Ten, zero on Yelp. Like would not recommend to a would friend. Would not recommend. Worst yeah. customer service is capitalism. Mm. Ten out mm-hmm. of ten. Um, <laughs> do not recommend. Because um, it would be zero. Anyways. Um, I will circle back to Yelp reviews because... I have another story Please. about that. Okay, Same yeah. Florist. yeah. Um, we need to write down some notes. And then I can tell you about my uh, mafia boss from a coffee shop I worked at. Yeah. <laughs> um, but doing what you want to do mm-hmm. is so much more emotionally beneficial than any money you can ever make. Oh, absolutely. And like you're so much worth than seven twenty five. Oh God! Like your time is worth so much more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I um, I quit a job where I was making eighty six thousand a year so that I could take a twelve dollar an hour job working at a grocery store. 
What? Like that was the step down. And the reason right. why is because success without fulfillment is the greatest failure. Yes. There's another one of those little fortune cookie sayings that I've oh, got. And it, it's yeah. so valid. And it it's is. like, I have recently, I don't know how deep we like to get on this podcast, but I have recently come out of like a really rough spot in my life because I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. Like went to school to get a STEM degree, <laughs> have not used it, have applied to over a hundred and whatever jobs got nothing but it's all from stem and it's like whatever you believe in whether it's god or the universe or or fate in general it's like i do believe that there are reasons that things don't come to fruition Mm -hmm. um and so i sort of recently and through tyler and like my husband and even like my mom shout out to jackie um (laughs) she drives me crazy but like i love that bitch Mm. um i've sort of realized that like okay i don't like teaching is fine Mm mm-hmm my whole family are teachers. And so I just thought that like, that's what I was meant to do. But it's like, you are allowed to like go against the grain and like forge your own path. And so I'm sort of in the middle of making in a portfolio to take a tattoo apprenticeship. Oh yeah. We'll see how that works out. Absolutely. I haven't decided if it's actually something I want to do or like an ADHD hyperfixation, but like, we'll figure that out. Oh, that's kind of the thing that we were talking about. Like right before we really started rolling in this podcast is like, we put way too much pressure on finding the one thing. Yes. Like the podcast is maybe the fifth thing that I've really gone after. I was a photographer and I did like, Mm -hmm. you know, engagements and, and like, you know, like portraits and stuff like that. And it was like, that was a lot of fun. It's one of the reasons why I have the cameras and the gear that I have. But it's also, I have another YouTube channel where I like review music gear and stuff. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, you know, I've had a tea business. It's, you know, and again, it's one of those things. I think the reason why we don't do this as much, and it's changing, thankfully. Correct. Is yeah. because a lot of people are really worried about what other people think. Right. Whenever they pursue something out of the norm. Right. Or something that like they're drawn to, but they don't see like longevity or like, oh, could right. I really have like a house and like all that? And, and the answer is yes. There are no rules. Correct. Yeah. And we don't talk about that near enough. I think that's so important that like, I think generations before the ones that we're dealing with right now were like, you go to work, you make money, you put food on the table, life is mm-hmm. money, life is work. Who gives a fuck about joy? And I think yeah. now we're like, no, no, no. At, on my deathbed, the only shit that matters is not how long I worked or how much money I made, but like, can I look back at my life and be like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I think that, yeah, we also, man, we are getting real on this podcast, which <laughs> is totally fine. I love it. It's yeah, the this therapy is, part of retail this is therapy. The, the, we're, we're into the therapy part of retail <laughs> therapy. Thank you, Tyler. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's, it's this whole idea of like the thing that we, that we keep like focusing on is, you know, success, fulfillment. And it's, and it's one of those things I will say it over and over and over again until I feel it deep within my soul. I am not looking for success. I'm not looking for even myself. Mm -hmm. I am looking for, to be present in life because I think that the byproduct of just being present in your life and aligning yourself with what you truly want in the world you then have the byproduct of success, yes. fulfillment, yes. all of those other things. And and we've just got it backwards. Yeah. I think also like success is so personal. Mm-hmm. And I think we oftentimes get in the habit of viewing success as, you know, like only one thing can be success and that's money and power and a nice house and a picket fence and a healthy family. Absolutely. But it's like, yeah, success is so personal. It's like what because success to me is not the same to you or to mm-hmm. Tyler or anyone else. And 
it's important to define that for yourself. Totally. Yeah, for some people, it is all about, you know, the wealth grab. Right. And I don't mean to make it sound like negative. For those that are just uh, trying to appeal to as much money as possible, those people exist. Mm -hmm. Most of them are like on Wall Street or investors or something like that. And that's, that's, that's totally fine. But for those that just want to say like, okay, well, if you do... If you do work for the majority of your life, mm-hmm. then you might want to actually do something that makes you somewhat fulfilled. Exactly. And I think that's the realization that everybody's kind of like warming up to right. these days. I couldn't be more pumped about the future Me just either. for that. I'm a super right. optimistic person. I think about that. I'm super excited. And being like a teacher, I have kids being like, hey, I need a recommendation letter for college in this, in this job. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. It's like the average person changes not just jobs, but overall careers seven times in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I think watching younger people try to put so much pressure on themselves of like, I have to be a doctor or even like a teacher or a banker and make that decision right now is absolute bullshit. And the amount of times I've looked at them and been like, if you don't want to go to college, don't go. Yeah. If you don't know what you want to do, don't waste that money. Like college, I think is going to be obsolete. Within. Totally. Oh, it like, I'm I already I, like low key is <laughs> I'm like, like really close to saying like minutes away, right. like in the grand totally scheme of things. Like, yeah, we're minutes away from college. Just not really being, if you don't want to do a hyper specific skill, like doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, teacher, invest, like exactly. there are things that you still will have to have that extra training for. And but like a lot of them still, you don't. Right. Yeah. So it's just, we have a friend that does graphic design Mm -hmm. and makes 60K more than that for Mm T-Mobile. And, you know, it's like, how did you get into that? And he was like, I drew a lot. I taught myself. Yeah. I had a solid portfolio and they hired me. Yeah. I don't have a degree. Yeah. uh, What they call the Academy of YouTube. Like you can learn so much. Yeah. Right. That's how I'm learning how to do what I'm doing. And then it really just kind of comes down to like, okay, you just need to actually convince yourself that you are able, willing, and worthy of it, which is a whole other conversation. I would love to contribute to that conversation, which is why we're just going down the therapy part of this retail therapy. Right. But it's like, yeah, another one of those little uh, fortune cookie sayings. It's like a fake Chinese proverb is what what I think I heard. Uh, But anyways... (laughs) Uh, it's uh, those that say it cannot be done should stop interrupting those currently doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's sort of like the idea of like, I've recently warmed up to this a lot more, but my mother-in-law, while I'm like trying to, she's also a therapist and like nice. teaches people how to be therapists. So she's annoyingly wise. <laughs> um, And so she's like, you know, she said, there's this big thing we know about like placebo effects in medicine. It's like one person gets a sugar pill, Mm -hmm. one gets the actual medication. And because the people that get the sugar pill believe that they will feel better, they feel better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the sort of the same thing with like success is like if Mm. you believe that you will be successful, like there are outside factors, but you're allowed to chase that success. Totally. And you'll find it eventually. Yeah. I mean, like I believe the the longer that I've lived on earth, the more that I truly do believe that you find what you look for. Right. And then Absolutely. the second half to that is you got to be careful for what you're looking for. Right. Because you're going to find it. If you look for the depression, if you look for the wrong things, mm-hmm. you will 100% find it. But if you focus on and like laser focus on those things that you want instead of those that you don't. Yeah. Or laser focus instead of like oh man my job sucks my life sucks this sucks whatever it is and if you focus on this would be better this is what i want this Mm -hmm. is the direction i need to move in you're gonna find the way to move in those directions absolutely yeah like the the with that like the way i'm kind of getting myself out of the funk is like this year i'm gonna take a bull riding course 
just because I want to. I want to. Should. Are you going to be off about it? Yeah. Is it going to be so much fun? Yes. Could maybe. I die? Yeah, yeah. Well, but maybe you were meant to be a cowboy, Tyler. On my weird. <laughs> I want to be a cowboy. On my deathbed, maybe. it's one of those things. Like when I'm dying, and like on my deathbed, like what am I going to be more excited for? Oh yeah, I drove a lot of miles for the company I work for, or I wrote a fucking bull. Right. Like I did that. Right. I eight second did that son of a bitch. <laughs> nice. It took me a long time for my brain to figure out what no, you're saying. No, yeah, I, I was there too, yeah. It felt mm-hmm. like... I'm a little too yee-yee. <laughs> is it... You you write it for eight seconds. It's called eight seconds, did it? I'm you sure there's other things eight, that you th- can refer to as that, Tyler. Sorry, that was a sex joke. Ooh. That's why I'm taking the course. I don't know the otherisms. Do you think this is how non-English speakers hear English? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Some, yeah. I also number. just have like a known history of making up words on the fly. And I love oh, that totally. for you. <laughs> I love that for you. Call Webster's like, as the most like teacher response this, to that. As ever. this podcast, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> like, I love how incorrect that is. That's great. As this podcast goes on, we'll release a Tylerisms dictionary mm. with just the various things I Can say. Can it be spelled D I C K? Dictionary? Maybe not. You might get demonetized. I was gonna say, yeah, or mm, well, demonetized. We're already demonetized because we're not monetized. Yeah, uh, or like uh, you could release that, but it—I mean, it sounds like it should be porn. I will just be honest. (laughs) Sounds like it should be. Right. Yeah, Uh, I'm not saying I think it should be, but it sounds like solid title though for whatever you decide to do that. Yeah, huh. we're just going to give that to you, Tyler. You can do with that what you want. Power's yep. in your hands, my guy. I'm not a part of this podcast anymore. Liz is taking my spot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good times. Good times. Well, let's see. Do we have uh, Do we have a story to end on? Do you want to tell another story? Do you want one of us to... Uh, I don't care. It's whatever. So we're telling... There's talk, no rules. We're talking There's about... No you know what? Fuck it. Here it is. This podcast is over. Cool. <laughs> the reason why I didn't mean to, you know, sound so stern. The reason why is because, you know, it's like there's no rules to the format of podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation. We went into the therapy side of retail therapy, right. and I could not be more pumped. So for those of you that are like, <laughs> go back to the old stuff, I want you to go ahead and comment down below so I can ignore it. We'll play With our love. old songs when we want to play our old songs. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, Liz, thank you so much for yeah, coming on the podcast today. I'm excited today. to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it Thanks was here. it was fun. It it took an evolutionary turn. Yeah. We talked about cars and like inspirational stuff of like other stuff, which I'm absolutely pumped for. So now thanks again. Now you also know what tissue paper is hot older cousin is. Yes. That's important. Alex. Oh, I'm super excited about that. That was that was a good time. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and do all the things that you already know how to do. Subscribe, share, like it. If you're watching it on YouTube, you know all the things. If you're watching it on any other platform, you know, stuff happens with social media. It's like I'm explaining how to use social media to somebody. You know what to do. All right. Yeah, you got it. Click the buttons. Click the buttons. If you found value in this conversation, if you really wanted to, you know, be like, oh, thank you. Those are the way to say thank you. All right. Cool. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.